Hi everyone, I'm Carla. And I'm Lanes. And together, we're the After Deck. We chat about the latest Below Deck episodes each week. Let's dive in, Lanes. Can't wait. Okay, we're recapping Below Deck Down Under Season 2, Episode 7, The Turnover Day. In this episode, buckle up, because we have a lot to say. Aisha and Captain Jason prove why they are the dream team. Two crew leave the boat. And, can I just say, we called it in episode one. Mm-hmm. What are we drinking? We are drinking another Marlborough region in honour of Aisha. Terua. <laughs> Which we still don't know if we're saying properly. Terua Bay. Uh, next week I'm going to do an Australian wine to showcase our beautiful wines in Australia. Cheers. Cheers. Right. Let's just dive in, Lance, because it's heavy. It is heavy, and we will be talking about some things that are uncomfortable for some people. So we start where we left off. Margot, let's just reiterate, is in bed, asleep, and she says, just before she goes to sleep, all I want is water and bed and no Luke. Everyone else is dealing with the power cut, and we know, quick recap, Luke has taken this moment of complete darkness to get naked, walk into Margot's cabin unannounced, uninvited, while she is asleep, and crawl on top of her. Thankfully, production have stepped in. He has left the room. Laura goes straight to Luke and says, what's happened? What's happened? And he's like, nothing. I was just sitting there. I had nothing to do with her. And Aisha goes to Margot and, God, she's good. She tells her what's happened. Yep. She's like, look, this is what's happened. Did you consent to him being in here? And Margot says, no. Aisha climbs into her bed with her and says, I'm not comfortable. Go to sleep. I'm not having any of this shit. She protects her. 100%. She just wraps her arms around her, not in a physical sense, but in a figurative sense, Mm -hmm. and just is there with her, waits with her, makes sure she's safe, gets her back to sleep. Because let's not forget, this is their fucking workplace. Yeah. If you can't close your door. Yes on a yacht that you're working on 24-7 and feel safe, that you're just going to sleep, mm. then that That's is scary. very scary. Yeah. So and completely, completely unacceptable on oh, every single level. A hundred percent. We cut to Laura heading up to the hot tub where she proceeds to sexually harass Adam. She is all over him. He is saying no. This is exactly what we have seen in the room with Margot and Luke. The only difference here is that Adam is awake and is coherent and is saying no. He's literally crawling away from her. Yeah. He's backing up trying to get out of the tub. Thank God for Harry. Harry stays in that hot tub 
He's witnessing it all because Adam at one point says, if you go, I'm, I go. Yeah. Like you got to. Like, I'm not staying here. No. By myself. Yeah. With this. Yeah. Harry is supporting Adam. Laura is so persistent oh. that it's, it's just, un, it's unfair and it's awful. And I feel for Adam in this circumstance because I think like Adam was trying to be a gentleman and not embarrass her and make her feel uncomfortable in a way that then made him on the back foot. Like he, yeah. he was like, he'd said no in an appropriate way so many times. So many times. Luke goes to bed and locks himself in his cabin. So Asia goes into Serena's room and she just tells her what's happened. Culver's like, <laughs> I can't get into my room. Then she says, Culver, take this, take the guest room. I would be appreciative if you didn't pee in the toilet, but just <laughs> whatever. He's like, no promises. <laughs> and then she goes straight to Captain Jason. So we noticed that Adam's left the hot tub. They've finished the night. He goes to his cabin and Laura then walks in and he's like, far out. Like He says, no, you're not sleeping here. He says, I'm going to kick your ass out. Yes. She then gets into his bed on top of him, puts moisturizer on his back. He says, no. Producers step in. He just flops down in the bed. It almost looks like he's passed out, but he's not. He is awake. He's just ignoring her because he's like, what the fuck else can I do? I've said all that I can to let this person know that I am not interested. I do not want these advances. And yet you are still doing it. You're now on top of me in my bed after I went to my cabin to go to sleep. Producers step in and tell her, get down and go to your own cabin. Yeah, you've got to leave. Laura, you've got to leave. Get down. She's like, oh, I've got to leave. Yeah, you need to leave. And she doesn't immediately. No, she kisses him. She kisses his back. It's gross. And then and they're like, down. get down. Oh. They're like, get down. I'm glad that we're seeing this. I hope it opens up. I'm not glad we're seeing it. but No, I know what you mean. We're seeing it. So, so in seeing it, let's hope that this shows other captains on other ships take this same action mm. that – uh, we see later in the show. Yeah. We see Harry ranting to himself as he walks to his bed. So, Far out, man. Just get in your own bed and go to sleep. It's not that hard. <laughs> I'm like, yes, Harry. It's not that hard. Correct. <laughs> so this is when Aisha goes to the captain. She's upset. She's really teary. This moment, they have such a trust between each other. Yeah. She knew immediately, I can go to him with this, I can go to him like this and he will hear me, he will listen, he will support me. He will take me seriously. No hesitation. None. He's like, who is it at my door? And she's like, it's Asia. He's like, what? What is it? What is it? Are you okay? She tells him what's happened. He immediately asks after Margot's safety. Yeah. Is she okay? Did something happen? No. He's like, okay, good. She's safe. You could you could physically see him just go... What happened was bad enough, but okay, tell me more. And then he consoles Aisha. She has told us this before in previous Mm. Below Deck episodes that she has been raped Mm. when she was drunk. Yeah. I'm presuming he knows that. And so she's naturally protective of Margot. She can really confide in Jason, but she doesn't make it about her. She makes it all about Margot 
and she says to camera, you don't have the right to put someone who is unconscious into that position. Immediately, Captain takes action. He said, fuck that, not on my watch. And he's up. I have goosebumps. Yep. He gets the key to Luke's room. He opens the door and he tells him he needs to get up and get off the boat tonight. He's tactful. Mm. He's not confrontational. He just says, this is what's happening. Get your shirt, get your shoes, make it easy. Off the boat. We'll talk tomorrow. He wanted to just make sure that the problem was removed. Yes. Luke keeps, he, he asks twice. He's like, why? Like, why? And Captain says, we'll talk about it in the morning. Like, now's not the time. Yeah. It's 8.20 a.m. Luke's been off the boat. Laura. She's ecstatic. Cracks a beer. She couldn't be happier. She feels great. Margot tells Laura. She tells her now what happened. He got into my bed. It was weird. And Laura asks her a question. Did you catch this? She says, was his dick standing? Why is that even a thought in her mind? Well, that's her brain pattern. That's her thinking ways around stuff, mm. manipulating the situation. Because we can see that later in the episode of what she, how she talks to Margot. Yes. It's disgusting. So Aisha goes into Captain to figure out what do we do today. Mm. She walks in there. I don't. I don't really know what to do today. What do we? What do I do? He's straight up. Carry on. We'll have a meeting at ten. She's like, okay, great. He calls Culver to the bridge. Culver's in charge. Talks to him about the plan for the boat. Culver says he hasn't seen Luke yet. And Captain says we'll address that later. It's fine. Yep. Just Carry get the on. boat ready. Yep. Aisha, Margot, and Serena all go for a chat in their cabin. They rallied around her. They hugged her. They protected her. They talked about it. They made her feel secure as she could feel after what happened and said, it is absolutely not your fault. And also they reassured her and said, he's not here. He's gone. Yeah. He's off the boat. Margot naturally was confused. She was like, oh, like she's just learning this for the first time. She's like, well, how long was he there? What else happened? She knows it wasn't okay. She's just processing at the moment and just going, I feel stupid. I was so drunk. Yeah. I really felt for her in that when she started to have those feelings. And as soon as she said, I feel stupid, I got so drunk, I was like, oh, God, my whole heart just broke because like Serena said to her, you're allowed to get drunk. You're allowed to do that and not feel threatened or uh, feel like someone's going to go into your cabin. Exactly. You're allowed to be to be drunk. You're allowed to go have fun on a night and not feel like your uh, safety is put at risk. We can be blackout drunk. We can wear whatever we want when we want. We can dance however we want. And we should be able to walk home alone if we want. Yeah. That's what men do. But the sad reality is, is that, we are worried about walking home at yeah. night. We are worried about accepting a drink from a stranger in a club because... We are putting our hand over the top of our glass to we, make sure that it's not getting some kind of drug in it when we're out at a bar. Like We, we are on constant watch for our friends. Yeah. We don't let anyone go home alone because we know that there are people out there who can't control their behaviour mm. and their actions. And think that that's okay. If Aisha hadn't seen the red flags of his behaviour that night in the cab, if Aisha hadn't had her own horrific experience of being drunk and raped, 
things might have gone down very differently. Mm. If those producers were thinking more about the show and not about safety, it would have been a different story. Yeah. Until our society changes and we wrap our heads around the fact that the onus is not on us, on women limiting our behaviours and protecting ourselves, then nothing's going to change. And this is why this episode and this show, I think, has been so great in the sense that it has provoked many conversations. It's all over socials because people are horrified, Mm. naturally. I also know that Margot's come out on social media and just appreciated all the love that she's been receiving, but also says that she's been doing a lot of work on herself and she hasn't been drinking. She's now sober. And I'm like, I'm happy that she's done some work on herself in that regard, if that's what she felt she needed to do. But it's just a shame that she felt she had to because... Because of the actions of another person. Yeah, exactly. Like Women are allowed to get blackout drunk in the same way that men are. So Margot calls her mum and sister and she says all the things that women say. In such a shaky voice. I'm disappointed, I'm embarrassed, I'm sad, I'm shocked and I'm processing. I feel stupid. Maybe I was being too flirty. Oh, it's not your fault. No. You None were, of this is her fault. You were asleep. I just want to reiterate, if she was flirting all night, if she was doing all that stuff, still doesn't mean you can go into her cabin and do what you did. Ig. Exactly. Deck crew are still wondering where Luke is. Captain calls all crew for a meeting in the main salon. Laura, again with Adam, sits right next to him, starts Mm. lying on him. He's like, no. Aisha clocks it. Yeah. Captain tells them what has happened. He stresses, this is a place where we respect each other. The cabin is our safety zone and the door is the boundary. Everyone is outraged except... Laura. He says to walk into someone else's room indecent is his limit. And Laura just wants to know if she can say goodbye. (sighs) She has no awareness. Captain's like, no. No, absolutely not. So he keeps them all up there in that meeting while Luke gets back on the boat, has a quick chat with him. He's gone. He's off. Luke says to him, what, like, why though? And Captain just basically says there were boundaries crossed. You're indecent. Get your things and leave. Off you go. He's like, I'm really sorry. Okay. Yeah. Laura tells Harry. She's sad. I can't tell you how upset I am about her reaction to this. She is so unaware on so many levels. She's not even aware of the emotions of the people in the room to the extent where she is empathising with the perpetrator. She's now crying that Luke is gone and she's saying this to Margot. She says, I don't understand what's happened. So Margot says, do you want me to spell it out for you? And she says, well, yes. And when Margot tells her, she says, poor Luke. I should have just kept him happy. He should have come to my bed. She feels so bad she can't even say goodbye. Margot's like, what the fuck? She's fucked up. That's what Margot says. 
If you'd like to come on over and join our Patreon community, we're at www.patreon.com forward slash the aft deck or click on the link in our show notes. There you'll receive ad-free early release episodes, a bonus weekly episode called The Wrap Up, where we deep dive into the show, the crew and the socials. And don't forget, Lanes, all the things we want to say on the main show, but don't for various reasons. (laughs) (laughs) There's two tiers starting at $2 US per month, ending at $5 US per month. Come on over. We have lots of fun. We'd love to see you there. And I also looked at Margot and I thought, please don't take this on board, Margot. Please don't Mm. listen to this. Margot already feels stupid. She already feels disappointed, which she should not because Mm. none of it was her fault. Mm. But I was like, you've got this one now saying things like this to her, making her feel like it's her problem. Exactly. And I'm like, none of this is your fault. She also then adds as the icing on the cake, we all feel bad, Margot, but he feels worse. Okay. Like, I can't. How does she even know what he's feeling, firstly? And secondly, how can he feel worse? No, she's trying to make Margot feel bad. We sort of move on from that meeting and and we see an interaction between Aisha and Adam. She says to him, look, Adam, I've seen Laura's behaviour towards you and I just want to ask, are you okay? Mm. Just seeing the obvious signs. He kind of says he doesn't want to get anyone in trouble, but maybe... Maybe I need to be a bit more serious with her. I mean, I don't know how much more serious. Like, like honestly, Serena is making some lovely comfort food for the crew. This is so heartwarming. Mm. She's got some carrot and ginger, chicken soup. Yeah. And flapjacks. Chef is just like, look, this is not normal. It's shocking. My job now is to lift the crew with food. I'm like, Serena, I love you. Same. Laura is talking to Aisha again and kind of pouting, saying, we didn't even get to say goodbye. Oh, I don't understand. Aisha explains to her that you can't ever cross that line and Laura is not agreeing with the termination. Aisha's like, it's very clear, it's black and white, it's a fireable offence. Laura's like, no, no, he should be given a chance or a warning. It's not fair, it's not deserved, I don't agree with it. It's three o'clock in the afternoon now and it's 22 hours before the charter. Laura calls out to Margot and starts on her. She says, I don't think it's fair. Yeah. It could have been a warning. She's trying to make, she's trying to make Margot feel responsible. She says, it was probably a joke, like he wouldn't rape you. Like, oh, he's my. a sexual person, I'm a sexual person, you're a sexual person. It's all shades of shit and I don't I don't know what to say. I'm honestly lost for words with her behaviour. Because then she adds, and it's not like you said no the whole night, you know, he felt comfortable. And again, but if she had made him feel comfortable all night, if she had said yes all night, if she had gone, yep, I'm down, and then all of a sudden at night and said, actually, I'm just tired, I want to go to bed. That's it. If she had had done that, it still doesn't give any right for anyone to walk into that room and do what he did. I can't believe Margot has to defend herself. Yes. She was asleep. Asleep. I'm glad that she said straight to Asia, like, this is not cool. Yeah, I agree. It's making me feel bad for what? 
for sleeping. Yeah. I was thinking in my head, like, if this was me in this situation, I would have gone straight to Asia. If I was Asia, I would have gone straight to the captain. If I was the captain, I would have gone straight and had a personal chat. Everything that had happened, I was like, exactly what I would have planned or would have wanted to happen. And that was so satisfying because we have done episodes of Below Deck where we've seen behaviour and red flags and we've talked about it and we've talked about it and we've talked about it and then finally this person is gone (laughs) and we don't have to talk about them anymore. And I just loved, I will admit, and we'll come to it, my jaw hit the floor when it actually happened, but I was like, yes, Captain. Captain Jason (laughs) is the (laughs) bomb.com. I love him. He doesn't stand for it. He has his values and he holds them. Mm. This is what I've said to you. Mm. Be respectful. Know your boundaries. These are my limits. You didn't do it. Yeah. So let's go on. So I should also mention here that Culver is not going well on deck. (laughs) Culver is like he picks up a some kind of mop thing to lighten it up. Yeah, I might like mop a bit here and mop a bit there, and then he's chewing on a fucking rib in the kitchen. What is Culver doing? Culver's just chilling. He's not a lead, Dick. He's not a lead, but you know, he unfortunately he's the only one that's got the most experience of the three of them. Yeah. So as we said, Aisha talks to Captain and tells him that he may need to have a personal chat to Laura because Margot's just come to her pretty upset about Laura's reaction to the situation. Mm -hmm. And then she adds also Adam is uncomfortable. She says it's borderline sexual Mm -hmm. harassment and Laura isn't listening. So Captain calls Margot first and says, are you upset by what? Um, Laura has said, and Margot says, yes, it's very insensitive. And Captain says, yes, that's how I feel. Um, we're a team. We're moving forward. I'll take care of it. He then calls Adam to the bridge and says, Adam, what's been going on? Adam says, yep, it's too much. I don't want to be rude. I've been saying no. And it kept, all Captain says is, I'll have a chat. Laura is now called to the bridge. Mm-hmm. Two things. Number one, Adam is uncomfortable. He has said no, you haven't listened. Two, after multiple speeches about respect and boundaries, did you go to Margot and say, poor Luke, she lies? <gasps> she says, oh. I went and asked her if she was okay. He says, You've disrespected Margot and shown no empathy. She's not okay. They're not okay. I'm terminating your employment. (laughs) Oh, fuck. I couldn't be happier. And then I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, what's she going to do? And she reacted exactly how I thought Mm. she was going to. She said, I don't need to be terminated. Give me a warning. It's a mistake. Captain's like, go and pack (laughs) your bags. Move on. Go. And she does. Aisha to the bridge. I think she knew it was coming too. She didn't seem surprised. She just said, yeah, good decision. Yeah. Back at 100%. Next minute, Laura's off the boat in a cab. <laughs> yeah, but like. Everyone's like, oh, is that her going now? Oh, bye. But before she goes, Captain goes down to her room. She walks out with a mug, coffee oh. mug, whatever. Oh, yes. And says under her breath, I don't deserve this. And he says. Do you want me to get your bags? 
Because <laughs> she's just walked off. She's just like, yep. She says to camera, which really pisses me off, he's making a mistake. Talk to people. Give them a chance. That's not leadership. That's zero ship. Whatever. It is leadership 101. Exactly. He's done exactly the right thing. Margot, thank goodness, feels relieved. She's like, oh, my God, our weight has been lifted. Aisha's going to need help from the team. The team's going to support Aisha. Captain rallies the troops. He tells them all why he's let her go. Let's move forward. Who are we going to get? We need a decky. We need a bosun and a second stew. We get this huge coming up on. Stay tuned for next week's episode. If this episode has brought up feelings for you and you need support, please reach out to Lifeline on 13 11 14. And if you're experiencing abuse or violence, it's not your fault. There are support services that can help you. For 24-7 counselling, call the National Sexual Assault Family and Domestic Violence Counselling Line on 1-800-RESPECT. That's 1-800-737-732. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to follow us on Insta, come over to theafdeck.pod or send us an email on theafdeckpod at gmail.com. We'd love to know what you think about the show and what you'd like us to cover for upcoming seasons.